Over five years ago, Trent Factor and Hunter Camp disappeared from the comic book world of podcasting. Having recorded several shows together and separately, the two vanished without a trace, wiped from existence. Recently, the two have been brought back together by an overwhelming need to address the current era of a world full of comic book influence. They called it the blip. It's now five years later. another episode of five years later i am your host with the most vector i'm here with the hunter with the runter hunter camp hi i don't know what runter means guess what we just entered into a comic shop and we're just talking we're just two bros talking about comic books the virtual comic book store in particular today, Mr. Miracle. Yes. Tom King and Mitch Gerards. But before we get into Mr. Miracle, let's talk about the ways that they can find us on our camp. If they ever wanted to email us and, you know, recommend a book to us or ask Hunter what hair dye he uses, it's Vactor and Hunter Love Comics at gmail.com. That's right. We also have Twitter accounts. I Hunter changes his name every day, so I don't yeah. know what it is today. Well, I think it might just be, I, I think it's something clever. I, oh. I think that's what it says. Or okay. like, this is a funny name. But my, it's at Hunter Camp. Oh, okay. Well, mine is yeah. Vactor. Yeah. Also on Instagram, I'm Vactor and Hunter's Hunter? At I am Hunter Camp. Oh, yeah, that one. Right. So all of those things are ways that you can reach us on social media. We also have Twitch accounts. Which barely get used, but that's they're true. Still there. That's true. That's true. Mine is Vector Twitch. What's yours? Mine is at I or it's I am Hunter Camp. So okay. like it's either gonna be you can either find me at Hunter Camp or at I am Hunter Camp. One of those two. Like okay. either it's one of those two all the time. That's cool. Yeah. Because it's consistency, Hunter Camp. It is. It's keeping with the brand. Mm-hmm. So all of those things are good. Guess what else is good? Comics. And Halloween. And Star Wars. Everything. Hunter and I have a Star Wars podcast, which did not record on Halloween. But That's if true. you want to check it out, you can head over to your local podcast network or podcast player of choice and search Protocol 13. Yes, we're coming. We're actually coming back to you. So. For season two. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We've the got lots to Boba talk Fett. about. Lots to talk about. Trailer just dropped. It did. So check us out on Protocol 13. If you enjoy our banter and you want to hear more Star Wars news. Yes. But this is not that podcast. This is five years later. It certainly is. So let's talk comics, Hunter Camp. Actually, I'm, he- I'm here for it. Before we talk, Mr. Miracle which I specifically thought of Hunter Camp when I first read it earlier this year. I wanted to ask Hunter Camp, what's been going on? How was your Halloween, Hunter Camp? Halloween was cool. Uh, I have another podcast with a friend here that we record locally. Uh, It's called Dead Scene Kids, uh, and that's at Dead Scene Kids on Instagram and Twitter. 
we were asked, we do a bit, it's basically a music and music culture podcast. Uh, we were asked to do a uh, to host an emo night and what? to come up with like a, a curated playlist or like curate songs to oh, play. Dang. And we did that and it was really, really awesome. Nice. Um, so yeah, that was, all, that was what we did on Friday. And then there was a party on Saturday uh, that we all went to and it was cool. Uh, I also have spent a good amount of money on, uh, on comic book and nerdy related things. Yeah. Uh, and also shoes. Yeah over the past week <laughs> so uh yeah so i i read i started jojo um jojo's bizarre adventure nice the manga so i've started that uh so i know that that's going to be a really really weird voyage that i'm going to get really sucked into oh, uh, yeah. so i've actually almost finished the first volume and i got that yesterday or two days ago and i got fist of the north star Ooh. Also, which uh, was heavily recommended to me. So I'm going to check that out. Uh, I'm also going to go. But I, I think I was reading something else, too, but I don't remember. I've got a stack of comics to my right that I need to read. So dang. And I've ordered some bookshelves to put all of these things into. Nice. Yeah. I want to check that out as soon as Hunter Camp gets it up. Put it on Instagram. Put it oh, all it's going to go. It's going to go right behind me. I want to see it. Yeah, it'll be right there. We're going to do our video podcast right and Hunter here. Camp is going to show you all of his collectibles. Oh, 100%. Uh, do you know the bands, the Jordan bands? Uh, that sounds familiar. They did a 2020 version. They're the black and red ones with the white sole, like the Ooh. white sole and the, or not the, the, the lower, the white lower and the red sole. Okay. Um, so I've got the, I got the mids of those. Yes. Yeah. That's what my, I'm talking about. My legs are short. Oh yeah. I can't do high tops. That too. Yeah. Well, that's cool, Hunter Camp. I'm very happy to see your sneaker journey awesome. and your collectible journey. Do you see that behind me? What is that? That's that's the uh, the Sith cat from oh. uh, Final Fantasy VII. Nice. Yeah. I look like a cat. It is. That's cool, Hunter Camp. Oh, and 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 one more thing. What? I'm just blowing it out of the water right now. I don't think what? we're supposed to do this at the end. But uh, my co-host on uh dead scene kids his boyfriend came into town and sold me this huntress oh from the hush series so nice yeah i don't even know if you can see it properly but there very you go nice yeah excellent Hunter Camp. cool well Hunter Camp, i want to start off our discussion of mr yes. miracle by asking you <laughs> besides the vision mm -hmm. have you read anything else written by tom king not that I'm aware of. Okay. Or not that I remember. Have you seen anything drawn by Mitch Gerards? I don't think I have. Okay. Yeah. Those two guys are like me and you. They like each other. I'm glad. To the point where they are, have continued to team up over and over again. They did Sheriff of Babylon. Okay. They did Heroes in Crisis. Mm-hmm. They did Strange Adventures, mm -hmm. Rorschach, Batman and Catwoman, okay. and Batman Rebirth. Okay, so, yeah, send me this link because uh, <laughs> truthfully, this was this was a, a revelation to me. This felt like reading Watchmen. Nice. For the first time. Nice. Yeah, so they have a very good creative synergy going together. I completely um, agree. And Tom, I've never seen art like that. Nice. Okay. 
And that was, you know, there was many things that made me think of Hunter Camp when I read this book. First off, Dark Side. That was the first thing that made me think of Hunter Camp. Of course. Second off, there's a lot of mental health things, which I know Hunter Camp cares about and is a proponent of mental health, good mental health. And those type of stories hit Hunter Camp. And there was the issue of All-Star Superman with the girl on the ledge. And I remember Hunter Camp specifically telling me that was his favorite scene in All-Star Superman. So there's a, a ton of mental health things, which Tom King actually has a pretty fascinating story. A lot of his comics kind of took from his real life of he worked in the CIA and he had a mental breakdown right around this time, right before he wrote Mr. Miracle. He had first he thought it was a heart attack, but it ended up being they took him to the hospital. He had it was like a panic attack. Yeah. Then he found out his grandmother, who was the lady who raised him, died. And Donald Trump was president. All of oh, these no. things happened at the same time. So that's that's not a good time. From what I heard, Tom King was like he wanted to visualize a waking up into a world you don't recognize, a world where the good is too good to be true and the bad is too bad to be possible. Right. So all of those things were put into this comic um, on top of just being a, I think, Jack Kirby love letter. It, Mr. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it 100% was a Jack Kirby love letter. Yeah. Like it did. I've read a lot of New God stuff. Yes. You know, I've never read something as good as this. Nice. And that's yeah. another thing that I, like I said, things that made me think of Hunter Camp, the New Gods, Jack Kirby, yeah, Dark Side, all of those things together. And it, the way that the comic like was introduced, right? Like, so the way that it that opens up and it does like the TV show. Yes. Um, the way that that's done, those are actually scenes from like the first issue of Mr. Miracle. Oh. Uh, and like his introduction. So like, it's just a little bit of a different to it, a difference yeah. to it, but it tells like the first, I think story arc or two of his, uh, his arrival to earth uh, in like a really, really quick way. So that was just brilliant. Yeah. And Mr. Miracle is a character who he's the greatest escape artist in the world. He can ex escape any trap. Um, but can he escape death? Can he escape this kind of mental prison? I think of, and that's where the mental health kind of comes into it. Um, yeah. That's all of those things in like layers upon layers inside of the book. Um, 12 issues, Hunter camp. What did you think of Mr. Miracle? It, you know, like you said that this, this, this comment made me think, made you think of me. And I'm so glad that you did because it is, uh, it's one of those comics that feels like it was written for me. Yeah. Uh, so yes, like everything that you mentioned, um, I don't know if you've ever had panic attacks, but like the parts of the, the story at the beginning, those are what that, that's that, that replicates the feeling. Oh, right. Wow. Um, the anti-life equation part where he's like convinced that he has the anti-life equation in him, um, the doubt there. 
like all of that stuff is very real and it's presented in such a real way that is incredibly relatable and not done in a, in a, like a, an ultra almost like toxic positivity way where it's like, Oh, this is fine. You know, or you'll get through this. It's not, it's not presented that way. And it's like presented that way that he gets through it because he's the, he can escape anything, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was awesome. The relationship between him and big Barda, like the way that's written is so dead on. It's so accurate on like a, like a, a nice relationship with two kind of messed up people um like the the amount of love that's there and it feels like actual love it doesn't feel like hey this is a story about love uh and their relationship and the way they talk about rearranging the their uh, the condo or whatever right like the whole part there is one of the best scripted things um when the there's also the part when orion comes and puts him on trial um, and you should probably pull that up if you are. Yeah, that part right there. Um, so a little bit further than what you just showed on the screen, but like it's going to be the part where Orion is in their uh, apartment or in their condo. Oh, yeah. And he asked them, hey, like, do you hate me? And it's like true, you know, and it goes <laughs> through that whole stuff. And it's like you are hate, you know, like and that is that's depression. Like it's, that's depression speaking. And that's what was so fascinating about how the, the anti-life equation was again, mentioned in seven soldiers of victory, because I keep bringing up seven soldiers of victory because I'm, it's the best thing in the world. Um, but the way in like the anti-life equation that's presented there is depression and it's anxiety and it's, uh, it's, you know, panic attacks it's all of those things it's like that's what anti-life is um and that's the brand of anti-life that is going on in this story right um so it's done in a, in a way that it's like your self-doubt your um your fear and your worry is what holds you back and does that kind of stuff right and it's not that it's not valid but it's like also you don't know with orion you know, you still don't know, like at the like like where I am now, because I haven't finished it completely. And it's like one of those comics where I almost don't want to finish it. Mm, yeah. Uh, because it's so good that I don't want it to end. Yeah. Um it's it's written like somebody that doesn't understand depression asking somebody, it's like, well, this is obviously the case, right? And then it's like, well, that's not the truth, but yes, you know, it's like, do I doubt you? Yes, I do doubt you. Do I doubt myself? Yes. Do I doubt everything? Yes. Um and then he's like, well, if anti-life is hate and you are hate, then you are anti-life and therefore you are guilty. Uh, that The way that that was all presented was so good and so cool and just so well done. Uh, but then the next story was how much he loved Barda. And so like your presentation of him being hatred you know, that's not the case because he's clearly like he has the capacity to love and he truly does love this woman. Right. Right. Um, all of that to, to kind of counterbalance the negativity, you know, and it's not and it's not as simple as, you know, negative versus positive. There's no such thing, you know, um, it's such a fascinating concept. But at, at the end of the day, like it doesn't it's not reality. Yeah. And that's what I love so much about it. I think it's amazing. Yeah, and, and the that, art, the art is how you think. And I don't even know, like, I don't even know if that makes sense, but it's like how you think when you're going through this process. Hmm. Um, 
and like where things get cloudy and confusing in like certain spots, but some thing parts are clean and clear. Like that's how the art's presented. And it's just awesome. Yeah. And I, I can't remember. I might've read the vision first and then this, I'm trying to think, cause I read them like back to back earlier this year. And I remember just loving both of them and the nine panel structure of yeah. this is kind of like, you know, the classic when Mr. Miracle was created kind of that era, but also the storytelling is just top notch. The way that the panels are used, the way that it flows in, you know, just in, in that direction of this, there's nothing that slows it down or stops the uh, pace and, and you get it. Like you, you understand everything that's happening. But also there's that the dark side is, is like a heart yeah. in the background until it becomes the full thing. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, that just made me think of you because I don't know anyone else who likes dark side like you. I don't know anyone else yeah. that has that connection, I think, to the fourth world characters and to Jack Kirby. Well, which- let's. Let's talk about that, right? Yeah. So the um, the fourth world is <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, so uh, it's fascinating, and I think that the reason it's so fascinating, the reason that I love the Kirby stuff, is because it's the the art, the, like the way he he approached art. You can see. Let's let's go back to Fantastic Four with Stanley, right? Yes. Um, the story there is crazy, and it's and it's bananas, right? And there is the Kirby Crackle stuff, and there's all of that. But if you take that art style and put it into outer space all the time, and you basically have no limitations on what you can do with the story, um, that's where that's what makes that so special because Jack Kirby was given free reign yeah he was he was basically like you can come to dc and do whatever you want yeah. he's like well okay well i've got this really crazy story that i want to tell um will you let me tell it and they're like yeah go ahead who do you want to start with and it's like jimmy olsen perfect yeah. let's start with jimmy olsen um so the forever people that part is just super weird and uh like the whole process of it is just great it doesn't end the way he intended it to end, like it kind of just like gets off track and everything um, because the sales weren't as good because it was completely insane. Um, <laughs> but that level of insanity is what makes it so fascinating. So you basically have, you know, heaven and hell off world and like, they're always a battle. And like, how do you say, um, like how how did that how does the a peace treaty get brokered there and it's well we're going to give each other our sons you know and that's mr miracle was uh basically heaven's son like on hell like raised on hell and if you think about that in the context of religion um and how that's basically jesus you know and like what does jesus do in the situation right um you rise up and you get out of it and there's there's always teases there of like hey this could be jesus um but what was really cool about how that's approached in mr miracle like it's more on subtle notes um so even the like the sex scene in this where uh 
they like Barta ties him up. He's tied like he's tied to a cross. Like there's there's subtleties like that that use like the the messianic imagery right. uh, in a different way, but it's really interesting. Um, the cool thing about how the Kirby stuff was written was that it was just crazy, and it was like this this seventies dead on sort of like over boasting. Uh, talk show host style of like the world will end and wh- how will this happen and it's like find out next time you know and like that's there's something that's so much fun to that uh, and especially when it comes to uh, comics that are older but they use those same features and tropes in this but did it in a smarter and like not in a smarter but like in a more modern way that it, but it was also like a nice touch to it it was effective in the sense of like we're playing with the idea of comics, but also it's a, it's, it's directly a love letter to uh, the Kirby stuff for Mr. Miracle. This could mean defeat and death. You'll be mad about his new exploit. Uh, if you swallow the paranoid pill. And then I, if I'm not mistaken, that's actually a reference to like that wording uh, is a reference to a, one of those issues. Um, but in this, like he goes and wakes up, and goes take and take some pills out of the you know medicine cabinet. Ah. So it's like the paranoid pill being anxiety, you know, medication, which I thought yeah. was really it was a really cool touch. So it takes those those ideas and makes them real. Yeah. Uh, and I've I just I'm in love with this comic. And that right there, what you just said, that makes me think about the same way you and I would talk about the Grant Morrison run on Batman yes. and taking everything that's ever existed, making it, you know, pulling it in. So I like, you know, when we can find these, obviously we're not going to find this very often, but when we can find these type of comics where you and I are on the same level and we're clicking on the same, it's a great, great thing to have. But also one other thing I want to mention was we're talking about Jack Kirby. I'm also reading the, another Kirby creation the Neil Gaiman Eternals. Yeah. And I'm trying to get ready for the movie. And it just made me think like the fact that these creations are being taken, you know, 20, 30 years later and writers are playing with them and, and telling these great stories. It kind of baffles me that Jack Kirby is, has always been called King Kirby. Like his nickname is the King. And I've been told of his exploits over the years, but it's, I think even been understated to me that the the level of his accomplishment is amazing. It's tremendous. Yeah. And so the, the, the one that people kind of give you when you start to ask questions about this is fantastic Four, And that's like the first hundred or something issues because Stanley's name was attached to it, but Stanley was basically just the front man. And like Jack Kirby was the one that told those stories. And if you know any, like, you know, uh, if listeners know anything about the creation of the Mar- Marvel universe, pretty much everything was created within the, 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 the fantastic four story. Yeah. So um, that is what, like the Marvel universe is in direct it, it, it owes everything to Jack Kirby. And I yeah. think that that's why people say that a lot. Um, again, his art style is awesome. The variant covers for this awesome because it's basically just after Kirby and they basically redid covers. Um, it was just great. But yeah, Kirby's influence, not just 
as you know a creator but the way his art it has influenced everything and the way his ideas influenced everything and what you said about grant morrison like this felt like reading a grant morrison book and that's all i ever want <laughs> yeah that's like all i ever want it's like and, does it feel like it but not in a cheap way right and as i've come back from our blip from our five years later i think tom king is the closest that i've found to grant morrison and i i told you i want to get caught up on the green lantern run that um, Morrison is doing right now, but from from everything I've found of the new class of the the new guys since we left and came back into comics, I think Tom King is the closest for. It's, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put too much pressure on yeah. him. It's like, oh, he's he's the next big thing, but yeah, from what I've I mean, read, like I read the Batman run, I've read this, I read um, uh, Vision, yeah. and it, it's just been. Good, 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 good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start the Batman run, but um, because I love Batman, and yes. obviously I think you I'm liking it. Tom King a lot. Yes, it's it. it's weird because like where Grant Morrison and I think Tom King differ, um, is how it's like if if Grant Morrison was a logical thinker. Mm that's what you would get with Tom King because okay. like Tom King can like piece these ideas, but he brings it into like, what is something that's relatable. Yeah. Um, and Maybe. I think that's relatable to people that go through whatever they go through. Grant Morrison is an idea person where his ideas are so incredibly fascinating and about 75% of the time he pulls it off amazingly, you know, but he doesn't always, um, it seems like Tom King is almost like a safer Grant Morrison. Mm. And I don't mean to say that to sound, you know, I, that's not to sound derogatory at all. Right. Um, but it's like where this is Grant Morrison, like Grant Morrison's version of this is Seven Soldiers Victory. You know what I mean? And his Mr. Miracle and Seven Soldiers Victory. And it's insane. Mm. Like it's actually insane. And it deals with, it deals with like kind of, I, it's been a while, so I don't want to speak on what it's actually about. Um, but it's like a super team that has to prevent the end of the world, but they don't ever meet each other, you know? And it's like, so there's elements of the new gods there and then going into final crisis and even the Batman story, like that's Grant Morrison's new gods. Grant Morrison's new gods is everything falling apart. Like every single piece of the multiverse, you know, conglomerating on one thing and dark side is the responsibility the one that's responsible. And dark side is the most evil character. And because he's the he's the devil, like dark, like the way that the DC universe is presented with heaven and hell, heaven being New Genesis and hell being Apocalypse, the king of hell is is dark side. So like this is DC's version of Satan. So there's not going to be anybody like worse than that. <laughs> um, and that is where I think that it gets it, that's when you deal with that. Like that's Grant Morrison stuff, right? So his, his stuff is all about religion and you know um, theology and ideas and everything that's like impossible and pocket universes and all these things. But like where Tom King's is, it's like the devil is self doubt, you know. And so it's a good, it's a huge, it's a high concept. But at the end of the day, it's really, really relatable, and it can like put like that is Satan, you know. And it's not like a. a like a big idea. It's just like, this is what this is. And the discussion between Barda and uh, Scott free on the beach, when they're talking about like, is God real? And it's like, well, God is real because I am real. And 
like if God, if, if there is good and evil and if there, there are good things and bad things, God would be what was associated with what is good. And uh, like the devil would be something that's associated with what is bad. So like, if I am here and I exist and I am, you know, I am not evil and I am good, then there must be something that's good that represents all of the other good things. And that is God. And so therefore God exists. Um, and that's kind of, that's the the philosophical approach, you know, um, but it's not like a completely insane person's approach. And when I say it, like, and I don't mean to say that, that Grant Morrison is completely insane, but he is, <laughs> you know, um, but his approach is the the approach of someone that met aliens, you know, like they, that, that <laughs> walked up the steps of Kathmandu yeah. and was visited by, you know, people from another world. Like, that's what Grant Morrison says was what happens. Yeah. It's like, this is the Grant Morrison that never went through that. Right. You know? Yeah. I was going to say like Grant Morrison without hallucinogenic, without uh, that happened. psychedelic um, stimulation as well. Sure. Um, and I do want to let everybody know this is um, available. This Mr. Miracle book that we have devoured is available on the DC Universe Infinite platform, which is their digital subscription service that they have, which has gone through some weird changes where yeah. at one point it was like comics and movies and TV shows, and now it's just comics. But anyways... If you're a subscriber to that, which I am, you can read all 12 issues on there. So I think that's pretty cool, Hunter Camp. Yeah, and the trade, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a paperback person. Um, the trade is ends up being like 300 pages too. So like oh, that's nice. that's right where it is, right? 12 issues, 300 yeah. pages. So there was like a whole year of so good single issues. And, and that, oh. oh yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. Um, I think that's one of the things that, that it reminded me of Watchmen too. Did you yeah. get that feeling? Yeah. Like, and, well, even like I said, paced. the nine panel grid yeah. and just the classic and the multiple layers to it. I, yeah. I got that same vibe as well. Yeah. And I think the color palette too reminded me, and it's not the same color palette that Dave Gibbons used, but like, I still thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um, but that, that kind of goes back to it. It's like a year's worth of a story. So Watchmen being 12 issues, this being 12 issues. Yeah. 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 The only thing that I think holds it back is that the ways that it probably should end, like it can't end that way. <laughs> and I think that that's, I think that's what bothers me about like superhero comics. Oh, and maybe not something like the vision because the vision ended the way it should have been. Um, but it was so outside of what was the story being told mm -hmm. where this like feels like it still has to live in continuity and having all of the new God stuff that was going on around the time too. It's like, you do still have to kind of think of those things. Yeah. So you can't really kill dark side, you know? Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, for one, am very happy that Hunter camp got a chance to check I out loved it. Mr. Miracle. And I hope you listener, if you haven't read it already, check out Mr. Miracle as well. We both give it the highest praises that we can on five years later. Yes. So check it out. Now, next Absolutely. up. Yeah. What do you think will be your next Tom King book, Hunter Camp? Will it be? I, I don't know. Let me, that's, let me check, man. I got I to I tell you this. My current favorite DC book that's coming out is Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And it's written by uh -huh. Tom King. It's not Mitch Gerard's art, but 
it is my favorite current book. So he's writing a Supergirl book. Yes. I would highly recommend it. It starts out like Game of Thrones in space and goes from there. So I very much would like Hunter Camp to check out Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. I probably won't start with that one. It may be, it may be, it it may be Batman. Rorschach is 12 issues also. Yeah, Um, but I don't, you know, I'm not going to touch that. (laughs) (laughs) I have not touched a single like non-Watchmen, Watchmen book at all. Share from Babylon? Have you read that one? No, and I was, I was actually, as we were speaking, I was trying to look it up on the DC Infinite, if it's on there or not. Well, is, is it, was it Vertigo? Um, I believe so. Back in the day, which Vertigo doesn't even yeah. exist anymore. But I, I Strange do Adventures, though. Strange Adventures, because that that seems like it would be doable, and it looks kind of bananas. Yeah, I was but that started that. this that started this year. So, yes. mm-hmm. ooh, maybe the Omega Man. I think that was that was the book that um, kind of rose, or um, you know, Tom, that was Tom King's first hit. That was the one okay. that people liked, and he got the Batman job off of that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Who so, knows, yeah. man? There, there looks like a good bit of stuff. I would like to see something that he would have done like outside of DC. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything. I think he's been exclusive, as far as I know. Well, there's that Looney Tunes meets uh, DC one. That, he did. Oh. that was actually, this is the one that I wanted. This is the one with Elmer Fudd that we met with... Uh, because it looked like such a weird story, but it's yeah. Batman meets Elmer Fudd. I remember that. And I think he did that one, and I was like, oh, my God. And I, I didn't read it. that one, but I remember the yeah. cover. Excellent. What is, what is Wait, hold on one second. What is this? Found oh, Tom there's King. a deluxe edition hardcover of this oh. book. Yeah. He did Swamp Thing also? I haven't seen that. He did something in Swamp Thing. Nice. I don't know what this is, but <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that looks really cool. Um, I may, oh no, I don't, I don't want to get committed to another Batman comic. <laughs> how many, how many years did he write Batman? Uh, dang. It was 80, about 80 issues. So whatever that chops oh, up man. to. Okay. It was, it was a pretty lengthy read that I went through. Cause like, if I start to read that, that's the only thing that I'm going to read for a long yeah. time. That's not. We could, we could talk about it more than, on five years. I don't want to read later. more than one thing. Would you be opposed to talking about manga on this podcast? No, that's comics. Yes, that's why I want to ask. Yes. yes. Cool. All right. Cool. So you want to talk about manga on this podcast? That rules for me. We are also going to introduce manga into this podcast, <laughs> and that'll get um, that'll give me a focus because there's so much out there's there. There's so much I want to read too. Yeah. You need to read Monster though. Oh, I have that on my list, and and you, you were the to. one who recommended it to it's me. It's so good, it's so good. You have to have to have to read it. Yeah, I, I definitely want to read that. Cool. But I am very happy, like I said, that Hunter Camp got a chance to read this, and I me hope too. you will too. And I hope you will also give us a nice review on Apple yeah, Podcasts. You can do that um, if you'd like on the Anchor, both website and app. You can leave us a voice message if you want to contact us that way. You can also donate to our podcast, help us out. And you can always visit us on all of our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram. I am Hunter Camp mm-hmm. and Vector. On Instagram 
and then Vagabond and at Hunter Cam on Twitter. Tell your friends about this podcast. Yes. Um, if you feel like they would enjoy this podcast, I think that, to me that's always been the most effective way. Yes. Like I only listen to podcasts when people tell me to listen to them, and even then, just like half the time. Um, so do tell your friends if you enjoy this podcast if they are looking to get in comics. Uh, the, again, the 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 elevator pitch for this and what we the way that we look at this podcast is. Hey, we have not been reading comics regularly for a really, really long time, and we're getting back into it. Uh, so we're taking comics that we've heard hype from, and we're talking about those. So if there's friends of yours that want to get into comics or that haven't been into comics for a really long time, the whole point of this is to kind of say like, hey, this is cool. Like, this yes. is a good thing yeah. that I think that will appeal to someone that is not necessarily going to, you know, know everything because yeah, we don't right. know everything anymore. That's 100 yeah. percent. Correct, Hunter Camp. So I'm very happy that you're here with me on this journey. I'm happy to be here. You can also email us, Vactor and Hunter, lovecomics at gmail.com. What do you want to talk about next time? There's so many possibilities. There are. It's like the multiverse has been opened. It's like the he who remains has been killed. True. And all of the branches are just out there. Because I want to talk to you about Spider-Verse, I want to talk to you about Secret Wars, Heroes yeah. Reborn. I want to talk to Hunter Camp about Tom King's well, Batman, Grant Morrison's I, Green Lantern. I think maybe we should try Green Lantern. Um, the thing that I'll tell you about Spider-Verse is I'm planning a Miles Morales run. Oh, yes. So I'm planning on starting. And like I read like the first 20 issues or something yes. already, but uh, I'm planning to go back to the beginning and read all of it. Nice. Um, so that would be worked into that. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the X-Men uh, Powers of X, House uh, yes. of X thing. Yes. Uh, and that whole run because Dang. we're both really interested in X-Men. So we've got a, a, like a few long-term things that, that you don't have to worry about those yeah. stuff. Um, but I do have yeah, a bunch so of stuff, stuff here. Uh, yeah. I would say, I would say the next thing we should do since we are talking so much about Grant Morrison to do uh green lantern. Okay. And I'm even going to throw in that we should probably read seven soldiers of victory at some Ooh. point in the next, in the next couple months. Okay. Excellent. Well, stay tuned. For all of those things Hunter Camp just mentioned. Yes. On five years later, we're going to be here and we hope you will be too. So I think all those things are going to be excellent talks with Hunter Camp in the future. But I, I think I hear Jacob in the background. So I got to go, Hunter Camp. I got to yeah. go give Jacob to Dark Side. So <laughs> yeah, and I got to get out of here. I got to go club Jacob's ladder real quick. So all uh, right. Yeah. So it's been five years, but we're back. <laughs>